Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back. What a maneuver. This time, Elimination Chamber 2018. Yeah, it was, eh, we'll talk about it. It was, it was all right. <laughs> uh, but first, let's intro the hosts here. We got my buddy Sean here. Hey. And we got Dan here. Yo. The same three as always. But all right, let's dive right into this. So, uh, Elimination Chamber 2018. Overall, as the, like a card as a whole, what did you guys think? It was all right. Yeah. I agree. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. It was nothing yeah. nothing special. Both chamber matches didn't do much for me other than just... I mean, I enjoyed watching Braun kill everyone, but um, but as far as just matches go, um, both were kind of lacking. Uh, and the rest of the card was just meh. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I kind of actually think... The, in retrospect, the women's chamber match was more enjoyable than the men's because you expected them to do a bunch of spots in the men's one, and they didn't. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, but then but you uh, had the the first half of that match, which was boring as hell. Oh my yeah. god, it dragged so bad. This was just a super super average card. It was very nothing really stuck stuck out that much to me. Well, don't but worry, right. I'm sure SmackDown will raise their hand uh, next month or <laughs> oh no, yeah, two weeks. Fast lane. We got one of these <laughs> coming up. It's a great uh, pay-per-view. It always turns out well. Makes me nauseous. All right. First car, our first show uh, match on the card, pre-show, we had the Good Brothers, Gals and Anderson, defeating the Miztraws. It was that again. I mean... I think the most interesting thing about this match was that they had the Revival start a, uh, an interview in the middle of the match, and then they just cut them off in the middle of while I think Dawson was about to start talking. They just completely cut them off. I was like, oh, okay. Did you did you hear Mike? <laughs> did you hear Mike Rome accidentally call them uh, Gallus and Anderson, and they both looked at him like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was the best part about that. But yeah, super average. It was there's really nothing to talk about there. Pre-show match. Uh, but then the first match on the main card, they opened with the women's elimination chamber. We had Alexa Bliss defeating Bailey, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, and Sonya Deville. Uh the the highlight of this was Sasha Banks turning into Scar. <laughs> Brother, help me! <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they um, they had uh, Bailey and Sonya start. Which uh, as soon as they said that it was five minute inter- intervals, I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no! You're gonna have so- and then I knew that they would have Mandy come out first. So, so you had Sonya and Mandy for ten minutes against Bailey, which was the low point of the match. Um, and then you know you had. Sasha come in, so it got a little better, and I could pretty much tell how the order was going for 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 both matches, really, and um, and yeah, no, it was uh, it it really didn't get going until you got Absolution out of there, and uh, it was down to really the the last three because when Mickey came in, she didn't do much; she was only in there for like two minutes. Uh, she she did that double knee off of the top of the pod, which, by the way. Um, vagina, the vagina slam. 
<laughs> By the way, uh, I think that we're the the jumping off of a pod is dead now. It gets no yeah. reaction anymore. Unless yeah. you're like brawn and you throw someone off of it. And it's fired because the pods are even further away from the ring now, too. They are, and uh, they're they're like I thought they had glass on top of them. It's not glass. It's like uh, like thin sheeting with like holes in it. So yeah. it's 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 easier to stand on top of than it used to be. It used to be just chain like in the normal chain. Yeah, and you couldn't really you, you get couldn't any... really stand on it that well. Yeah. Now it's like it's just a platform you can just stand on it with no problem. It, this elimination chamber is not; it's the Playmobil elimination chamber. It's That's not right. like it's just it's not intimidating anymore. It's like well, remember that that spot <laughs> earlier in the mat when Sonya delivered that spear out of nowhere, and you're like, "Where the hell did she come from?" She didn't go through the ring. You're like, "Oh, you can walk you're like behind yes, the turnbuckles now because like, the pods are no longer circular. Now they're like in a square, so they have some space in between the turnbuckle and uh, where the the beginning of the pod is." So even Braun was like moving around through those, and so it must be a, a pretty wide open gap. Yeah, Braun can fit through that. Then, goddamn. But I wonder um, if, uh, if if that's incorporated into the new design in the game now. I don't think so. Yeah, it's the old pot. It's the old elimination chamber. Well, no, I well, think they put the new design in, but I'm just saying did. being able to walk but, around. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think that you have that option. That it might break the game even more than <laughs> it already is. <laughs> you just go flying through the roof. Yeah, yeah. What's crazy is that, that Bailey actually was getting cheered in California. I was surprised. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty. Because I mean, the last time she was even there in her hometown, she was still getting booed. So, well, yeah. that's because they didn't have any weapons in this match. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had said before this match, like shit, like just just have someone sneak in a kendo stick, and Bailey's going to try to get out of the cage. Um, yeah, no, she'd be like, oh no, she'd be clawing at the the chains. But also, for me, the t- uh, oh, go ahead. I was go gonna ahead, say, Sean. is it just me or are the chains themselves on the outside um, closer together than they used to be? Like, I remember that spot. Actually, I think it was the, the 2010 one that Steve was referencing earlier, uh, where they <laughs> they uh, they stuck Kofi's head through the chains, and oh, they, yeah. they had him in like a like a Boston crab on the other end. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can do that anymore. It, it looks like they're much closer together, which to me would mean it's harder for the the audience to see who are you know watching live to see yeah. through um because the sight line's not as good mm. the chains look fake too well like the chains look uh oh i'm sure they're real yeah yeah but i don't know if it's the coating on them or something but there was a few angles with the lighting and stuff that the chains look plastic i was like all right guys well they also <laughs> uh they don't move as much there's not as much give on them no there's which no rattle is both a good thing and a bad thing um, same with, uh, the, the padding that's on, on the, on the floor, on the gate. Mm-hmm. It's good because they're not getting hurt as much, but it's also bad because it doesn't like, there's no reaction. It doesn't now. even make a noise when you hit there's, it. There's like. no, I was going to, I was going to bring that up, Dan. Yeah. There's no like rattle when people get their head bounced off. It just sounds like they're thumping on like well, a wall. Or we're all for safety here, but. Oh uh, yeah. No, I don't want anybody getting hurt. I'm not advocating like hurt them more, but, but you know. in like in past chambers before they made the, this new version, if someone hit hit the 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 outside, it was it was kind of a big deal, um, mm-hmm. to the point where I I even went back to watch the original chamber match and some of the guys, instead of taking the bump on the uh, on the, uh, the 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 metal grate, 
they would take a bump on the ring apron instead because they didn't want to land on that grate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like now anyone will will just take a bump on it because they, and I'm not saying that the pad is super thick or anything, but yeah. they'll they'll do they'll do anything. I on wonder. It. I wonder if it's even like because depending how soft that pad is, like we don't know. Like I'm sure it could it's be not even softer super than the soft. ring. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, actually, it's probably worse than the ring because the ring has some give to it. Yeah. Whereas this is probably like landing on the apron more so. Mm. Um, the hardest part of the ring. Yes, but it is not <laughs> a metal grate, which is probably a little worse. So uh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine that wouldn't feel great to take a back bump on that. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. But yeah. then, but then you have like in this match, you have Alexa doing a uh, uh, twisted bliss off of the top of the pod. Which should, and which looks no cell amazing, and then Sasha just gets position. up. She just gets up and goes back into the ring and she, puts her she in the bank she was, statement. She thought she was. Well, seen no, she didn't get, She literally. She, the, it went from twisted bliss. She landed on Sasha. It rolled into a bank statement, and they had to roll into the ring because you can't end the match outside of the ring. So they rolled with the submission into the ring. Oh my god! So I was so pissed about that because I was just like, she just hit her finish off the top of a pod. And nope. <laughs> it got rolled into a submission? No. Like <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. I, I was I was happy Alexa got the go into WrestleMania champion still. Um I like the top row DDT. Like that at least looked like something out of the ordinary for her. Yeah, it's I like, like that too. It's not like she hit a regular DDT and didn't get the pin either. She's just like, fuck this, top rope DDT. Yeah. Yeah, for me, the takeaway from this match was that promo that Alexa Bliss cut after. That was really good. That was some good stuff. Yeah. I, li- I like that. Or, I like or that. my favorite, uh, Sasha just sitting on the steps the whole time. Sasha had just, John Cena spot. Just crying. crying. <laughs> God, <I'm a> <laughs> And then she had that like that weird uh, picture that she put up. It was, the, it was her sitting on the steps in black and white, and the caption was like, if you only knew. It's like, no, what? We yeah. lost. Get uh, out. The other thing that I remember pointing out to Sean at the beginning of this match was you know how they have the underlighting in all the pods to like yeah, make yeah. them look intimidating. Well, with all the women, it made their makeup look horrible. Yeah, they all look like forty years older. <laughs> like it, not a good kind of light setup for that. Listen, that it, it only worked un- for one person, <laughs> and that yeah. was Braun Strowman. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Alexis wins, goes on to cut a pretty good promo after. Um, yeah. Yeah, but but that was that was the end of the the women's elimination chamber. You had Mandy Rose being eliminated first by Sasha, and then Sony was eliminated by uh, Mickey. Mickey was eliminated by Bailey, and, and then Mickey's elimination it, was kind of cool. It was like she got uh, was it Sonya out, and then immediately got freaking backstabbered into a Bailey to belly and was out. Like so, it was like one two three, and then another one two three to get them out of there. And like they were playing the story with a. Uh, Mickey being Alexa's friend, which apparently now is just a thing. Yeah, I guess she's just—I guess she's just a heel just now. I don't now. know. Yeah. Okay. She, <laughs> she did one of those one of those Bella turns where it happened, but you never saw it. <laughs> exact, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like uh, Alexa's building her army to to survive Oscar kind yes. of deal. Yeah. So. She's building, or maybe some other giants. Ooh. Yeah, Braun Strowman. <laughs> Braun Strowman just runs through Oscar and Alexa pins her. Is that oh. cool? <laughs> it's like, oh, ooh. I don't know about that. That'd be bad. Call but yeah, that was... and ask him. Yeah, 
<laughs> that was the women's elimination chamber. So third match, we had the bar. This is our own Sheamus defeating Titus Worldwide. Uh, it uh, happened. It was a thing. Let's move on. Yeah. And then it happened again. And, which was and it was two out of three falls. I had no idea. I, yeah, neither did I. <laughs> I was I was uh, skimming through. And I I actually was paying attention. Oh, so okay. I, I I was skimming then, through, and but then they did the the two falls, like they did with the Usos before. And you're like, oh, okay. So I didn't have to care about that at all. Not that I did. It was it two place. straight? I did. Because, yeah, like I said, was. I was skimming through. I saw that that I didn't even know it was a title match until the graphic came up. Uh, <laughs> the, I was skimming through, and then I went to the end, and I saw uh, them defeat with a uh, super white noise. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. And then later on, I find out, oh, it was, it was two out of three falls. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I mean, for the, for the tag team picture, I mean, are we just going to get, like, a freaking fatal four-way tag match on the freaking pre-show or some shit like uh, at this put this them all point. in the battle royal i i heard an i heard a new theory today that people were saying that the uh the woken hardies will fight uh. the bar at mania yeah so we have we have the we have the different version of the hardies at mania again are we <laughs> literally just going back to the well literally? yeah i, I could have sworn ah, that i saw man. hardy put up some kind of a thing like teasing the ultimate deletion or something so they're gonna do some sort of tape segment thing finally yeah. This is we'll, what I've been hearing. We'll I don't know. To, if... We'll get to Matt Hardy's match ugh, in a little bit. But for, fourth match on the card, we had Asuka defeating Nia Jax. And if Os- and if J- Nia Jax had won, she would have been added to the championship match with Lexa Bliss and Asuka at WrestleMania 34. Can we talk about that uh, that the stipulation with the championship match thing? Because it's like so vague, like that the, they're not confirming that she's going after Alexa Bliss, but they kind of are. Yeah. Like the stipulation, like because if Nia would have won, and then uh, like Oscar chose Charlotte, so then it's just she goes to SmackDown too. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I thought that that was weird because they never clarified it. I, I was at first going into this match, <clears throat> I was angry because I thought they were doing that bullshit again, where if Nia Jax beat Oscar, that uh, Oscar would, would get her. Yeah, she, she would lose yeah, her opportunity. Would, and I was like, I think Asuka looked like the dumbest person on the planet. For... Exactly. I was like, this is a stupid stipulation. You shouldn't be able to lose your Royal Rumble opportunity. But it turned out to not be that, so I calmed down. But I was angry. I was angry for a decent amount of time. I was like, it's fucking shit. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, the match was okay. You had Nia Jax. I, I think it was probably one of their better. I think it might be better than their takeover match. No. Because I, no, you don't think so? No. I don't think so. The takeover match was longer, and uh, I think the ending was better Nia for the takeover has match. Better is what I'm saying. Like, not that she's ever going to be great, but like, I mean, back then I thought Nia was way too green. Like, not that we've all we've all had our opinions of her over the years that she hasn't really gotten much better anyway. But I think she's gotten better with facials and other things that help her out a little bit, but. Yeah, she just gave, she gave Oscar the Braun Strowman treatment after the match, just you know, just using her size and wailing on her and putting her through the wall. Well, can we talk about how she almost broke Oscar's uh, leg? Yeah, oh that, yes, that, that spot was <laughs> the, the one I was waiting to get to because uh, I was and when she got up and she was selling it, I was really worried for a second that it wasn't sell. I was like, oh no, <laughs> you what did you do, Naya? Yeah. Well, I don't. I think that wasn't really Naya's fault. I think Oscar just didn't get out of the way. Yeah, I can see that. 
Like just the way that it happened, Oscar was a little slow on the the move, because mm-hmm. Nye was supposed to land there. It's not like, but yeah, I was really worried about that. Yeah, uh, but it was weird though because you had Nia um, get pinned, and then they immediately give her her heat back, and then yeah. she spears her through the barricade, and it was just like it wasn't even a spear; it was like one of those avalanche things where she just like runs into her. Okay, she's well, just, still she th- put her through the barricade, yeah. and then by the end of it, it's it's like who really who really benefited well, from this i don't know that, that's the that's the same issue we have when we get to the men's chamber but yeah again because oscar won with a freaking roll up this time so i can't have her tap even though i think she has tapped before but can't have her tap no nope. because yeah. she's the irresistible force now it says it on the titan trial uh. <laughs> well, now it says lots of words on her screens all the yeah time, so i try not to pay attention well, I want the horse. Bring back the horse collar. I want that again. <laughs> <laughs> she wore those. She wore those big blinders to hide the crowd from her, so she didn't get spooked and run off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was Oscar and Nia Jax. Uh, the fifth match. Oh my God, this is still going on, ladies and gentlemen. We had Woken Matt Hardy defeating Bray Wyatt, and I. I didn't watch this match. I went to go pee and make some food. I didn't, didn't watch, watch it either. So. <laughs> yeah. I know Matt Hardy pulled like the disappearing gimmick at the beginning, but that was all I really saw, and the rest of it I didn't watch. Yeah, and he I was sung, just like, I don't he care. Sung, uh, Jeff Hardy's song. No, the obsolete one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, I'm glad but, I didn't really watch this. Uh, I mean, Bray went for her sister Abigail. Got turned into Twist of Fate. One, two, three. I was saying was, it while we were going for beach balls. I was saying it while we were watching the match. I think it. I mean, Bray needs a lot of changes, but I think uh, he should get a new finisher. I think the sister Abigail just doesn't work anymore. I as, can, as a finish. I, I can agree with that completely. Yeah, if you if you just use it as a signature and found something else, maybe. I think it's because it's called Sister Abigail, and they fucking. They ruined that sister Abigail. That, like, that's a problem. Big time, big time it is. But I, it's so weird because it's like these two would have been great to help each other out in the spot they were in, but they haven't let them do anything. It's oh, the, man, the yeah. curse of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, even if they do a pre-tape thing. WrestleMania or whatever, you're like, oh no, it's WWE's pre-tape thing, so we're gonna get the House of Horrors again. Uh, Or the 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 white compound. Yeah, that was just just give Matt Hardy like a chunk of money, give him Borash, give him a camera crew, and like give him a week, and and just let him film something. Yeah, just let him do it. Uh, But yeah, so anyone else have anything to say about that? Because pu, nope. Okay, good. Uh, the last match was the men's elimination chamber. Oh, had... oh, oh, before that. No, hold on. Oh, what I missed? What I missed? What I missed? Not, not the match. The the most important part of the night. Hey guys. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's right. Ah, uh, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we had Ronda Rousey coming out for her contract signing. Yeah, the one that and... SmackDown just gave up on. Yeah. <laughs> and good lord, got some work to do because man. 
I mean, I knew. I, I mean, even when she would do, uh, in the in the UFC, when she would do after the fight interviews and stuff, it's she's not good when she has a lot of attention on her to talk, unless it's like a pre-taped interview or something. She gets very caught up in the in hearing the crowd, which I don't blame her for. But at this for this kind of um, job, I guess that's kind of works against you because she was stumbling and you could tell she was getting caught up in it. And like I said, I don't blame her. She's new and this is a dream of hers. She's been, it's well known fact. She's been a huge WWE fan. So I'm sure this is a crazy dream for her, but the whole segment itself, not even with her being green as far as mic work. Oh my God. Oh it my God. Doesn't hurt. Uh, it doesn't help that you have Kurt Angle stumbling over his words all the time too. Like he's, he's not suited for the role that they have him in. No, which... no. I, I love, I love Kurt to death, but man, yeah. he is, he is floundering as GM, man. He's just such a he's just so namby pamby and wishy washy and he and he just like it's so easy to you know convince him of stuff not even with this but with like with uh, with uh, Jason Jordan in the past and other stuff he just never sticks to his guns I, I or think, really acts tough. I think the problem is is that he, his job requires him to remember so many things and they just throw all these buzzwords at him that he has to memorize. Mm-hmm. He's not from that school of of thought. Like he is one of those prototypical. Give him bullet points, and he'll go out there and he'll cut a a, a good promo. Uh, occasionally, like they would write like comedy stuff for him, but like if you watch his stuff in TNA, they don't. It doesn't feel like it was completely written down for him. He's not throwing out all these stupid terms. Like it, it and this was only a few years ago, so it's not like that much could have changed until uh, from that. From no, there. yeah, it, I, I, it's I, not him. It's it's these scripts they're giving him. Like. It, it it doesn't work for him, and I, I'm sure if if they let him go out there and actually cut a real promo, he could do it. But they're just they're kind of setting him up to fail. Yeah, and then it makes it when he's in a match feel weird because the character he's playing on TV is just as meek like mild-mannered person so even in the two match appearances he had so far it's like i know he's not that guy like because he's he's like a tough son of a bitch like he won a gold medal with a broken neck like he's but then not he comes out with. on raw and he goes i really need this job it's like, yeah and then you, and uh, then you have him being but then you have him being dragged back to the ring during survivor series like an old like an old man and how about uh was it the contract signing when he when triple h and stephanie came out and he just immediately started shaking their hands as, as if nothing happened yeah yep mm-hmm. yep yep completely it's but, just it's just and then so they're talking about you know how happy they're to have ronda in wwe and what a big asset she is and then Kurt goes off like a drunken uncle at a baseball game. Well, no, the, just, the, the setup was funny, too, because, like uh, because it, it, I think someone missed their cue is what happened. And Rhonda just randomly goes, Kurt, is, is there something you want to say? As if maybe Kurt's yeah. the one who forgot his cue. And then he goes, oh, no, I'm just in awe of Stephanie and Triple H. He just he just looked like, but he did look, he had a look on his face that was so weird, too. I remember it was like, why does he look like that? Like, yeah, he kept like looking at Triple H, looking at the contract, looking at Triple H, looking at the contract. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, so Kurt goes off and just, just pretty much reveals that backstage, you know, Stephanie and Triple H were talking shit. And that, you know, they've been waiting to get their hands on her since, you know, WrestleMania 21. 21. Yeah, when, you know, <laughs> when, when, uh, yeah. Michaels, when Shawn Michaels broke, or broke, under, or no, Kurt Angle broke Shawn Michaels' leg. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> hey, what, what did you say? Three years later, now we own the bitch? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. 
And I was surprised that they, that uh, they replayed the bitch so many times on TV later because I thought maybe Triple H was supposed to cut him off, but no, they they wanted to keep that bitch well, in there. Well, uh, so. when when it comes to building WrestleMania programs, they'll allow certain things to like. For example, remember uh, when Roman and Triple H were feuding? They allowed some color, yeah, and some asses and and bitches and all asses that. And bitches. Yeah, all that great stuff. They'll do it for for mania programs. Yeah, but so Kurt starts going off about like you know all this nasty stuff they've said backstage, and uh, Triple H steps in and goes like whoa 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 like you know we got to get Kurt out of here. <laughs> Kurt's he's sick. Been, he, yeah, Kurt, yeah, yeah, Kurt's sick. He's had the he's having a relapse. Yeah, he's he's clearly has a fever and he's delusional. He has. I'm wait, surpri- didn't they say he has surprised- pneumonia or something? Yeah, first yeah. it was the flu, the flu, and then it became yeah, and then became pneumonia, and then so, double pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, and then double pneumonia. I was surprised they didn't. I mean, if this was any er, if this was any earlier in like the early two thousands, it would have been oh, he's relapsed on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it would be like he has Hawk. a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Triple H is walking Kurt out, and Stephanie's kind of trying to like smooth stuff over, and Ronda's kind of like she knows something's up. And all of a sudden, Kurt comes storming back down the ramp like a guy that just got kicked out of a nightclub trying to get back in and argue like, with the Stephanie bouncer. said you're a has-been. Even yeah. she could beat you. And then so then Rhonda turns, and that was this was probably the best, but whenever they try to make her look angry, that's the only thing she sells real good because she's got that face. So she turns and looks at Stephanie and corners her into the ropes. And Stephanie's like, oh, my God, don't hurt me. Ah! Like, freaking out. So Triple H gets between them both. And he's kind of like patting Rhonda on the shoulders trying to calm her down. And Rhonda does this weird, like combination of like a judo hip throw and a uranagi through the table with kurt angle or kurt angle i'm sorry with triple h and um stephanie snaps and then just slaps ronda across the face and ronda just turns her head looks back and stephanie rolls out of the ring but because you know stephanie can't be you know she can't be hurt well no i know i know what they're doing it's that they're trying to save the contact between the two of them for wrestlemania i get that part did the slap need to happen maybe not (laughs) (laughs) Well, I yeah, mean, Stephanie needs to get her, yeah, she's her gotta lady her. balls out. She's uh, she's got to she's got to emasculate everybody, men and women. Uh, but it was it, it was just and, very, very. I mean, Triple H sold the hell out of that table spot when it basically to me just looked like he he jumped onto the table. Cause... You, you, you could tell he jumped pretty high in the air because there was a point when Ronda wasn't even touching him. Like he jumped up in the air and then she put her arm around him and slammed him yeah. through. Like it looked like it was supposed to be like either combination like a spine buster or something Ronda just didn't go down or like just something because I was like what the hell move did she just use on him it was like like, it was like it was she chokeslammed him with the force (laughs) she just slammed him but but it was it was a very cringeworthy uh, it started off super cringeworthy and then it got got, better got to be it did get better it did get better that's very true yeah I just I mean, thought I don't think they're setting her up for complete failure, but they didn't do the best the uh, they could have done with her. Yeah, there's a few reports coming out. I mean, Jason tagged us in one the other day, but they're trying to build Rhonda as a female Stone Cold esque character and Stephanie taking the place of her father, Vince. And to me, it's like that's cool and all, but what's Rhonda gonna come? I'm gonna drink some beers, I'm a judo throw your ass. Like, what do you like what, what's gonna happen here? Like she can't talk yet. She doesn't know how to talk. Yeah. And any other character they've used any time recently that's supposed to be against the authority we end up just like it's not the same because like we love to hate vince but we just hate their authority like it's not even really vince it's it's really steph yeah Yeah. Yeah. what i'm saying is like we back when vince was around we loved to hate vince but now it's like 
now whenever the authorities around with you know the hunter and Steph, whatever they do like they've had to get them off the tv because like we just it's shit like it's never good because they were because they would never really get their comeuppance like with vince he would do all kinds of you know crazy terrible shit that would get so much heat from the crowd but stone cold would always get that that shot in there make them look stupid and they get their comeuppance and then what are you saying that they should do to Steph? Oh no! She <laughs> <laughs> didn't get enough weapons. That's right. She didn't get hurt enough. <laughs> but <laughs> but at least you know at least with Vince you know he'd always get made to look like a fool or his stuff wouldn't work out. With the Authority, rarely their stuff fails, and if it does, they got Plan B, and then they just end up getting their way anyway. So it takes all the the fun out of it because you know you know no matter who stands up to the Authority, the Authority's gonna win in some way or another. They'll never be fully look made to look foolish. The Authority should just be in the background and then just pop up around WrestleMania time. And that's it. I'm fine with that. I'm completely fine with that. But I mean, the segment, like you guys said, it started off really bad and then got okay near the end and it kept going on raw (laughs) and it was, uh, but yeah, so that That was a a weird punch. I still think is a weird, the the one that triple H gave to Kurt. The very end of that segment where he just like comes back in the ring, he's like Duncan and just ducks out. Like he just, he donkey punched Kurt and then got out of the ring. It was it was weird. So I'm man. guessing that's the match, the the four of them. Yeah, that's yeah, because like it's it. either that. Or, uh, I don't think it would either be that or singles with both of them. But they're not going to no. do singles with both of them. So no. Um, yeah, I would. I wouldn't want to put Ronda alone with Stephanie. Oh my god. I I wouldn't want to put Kurt alone with Triple H. Yeah, I I was gonna say the same thing. Kurt, I mean, when he used those last. Two matches he had, or match he had when he wore his, he was Shield Kurt. It was he's he's. I mean, he slowed down. Triple H has always worked that kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's. I think as a mixed tag, it it actually works out better for everyone involved. I but agree. but then like, I don't know if I want to see. I mean, I you know Kurt's great and everything, but I don't know if if he should be in that spot. Like to me, maybe it it sucks that Braun's in the mixed match challenge right now because to me that would be a good pairing is put Braun with with Ronda, Ronda, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think they're gonna do that now, and I don't even know what the hell they're doing with Braun now. Yeah, I, I think they're. I mean, we're getting into what they're doing with Raw. Like, I honestly think they're keeping Braun in case they need to use him for something else, so they're not gonna decide his. What, what would that be? So close. Well. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, what do you guys think about the Brock Lesnar situation? Is it a whole work? <laughs> everything work? How many fucking times are they going to try to do this where they realize that they made a mistake for the main event and then they just add someone in? That's literally what happened last time. Yeah. Yeah, they were trying to get they were trying to get the crowd behind Roman so like in such an easy cheap shot way on Monday Night Raw with like he's not showing up, I'm gonna get chewed out in the back because I'm speaking my mind. It's like yeah, oh, you know, no, got you're back not there Roman. and Vince is gonna be like, Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> and then, <laughs> they think it's they think it's real. And then the, the next Whoa. year they tried to do the same thing with Dean. Uh, uh, yeah. It's it's foolish. I mean Roman wasn't in the title match last year, but you know it, Yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. I I don't know. I I to me the the rumors of putting Braun in a five way for the IC title is just ridiculous. It's that, literally yeah. the chamber match again. It is. And I I, I don't know if it, I'm alone. Is I feel like that Intercontinental title is below Braun already. Oh yeah. Like, 
Oh, for sure. I mean, it's below most of the guys. Uh, e- even Miz, it's kind of below him too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's uh, like they're never going to let Miz get back up at this point. I think they're happy just letting Miz stay at that level. He wasn't even on. He wasn't even on the poster for Elimination Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But uh, all right. Well, since that segment's over, we move on to the main event. The main. Elimination Chamber with the men. We had Roman Reigns defeating Braun Strowman, Elias from Ballard Johnson. <laughs> Sorry. Seth Rollins and The Miz. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so this whole match was meant to be a vehicle to get Roman, like, over, but yet... No, they no, didn't it wasn't. do that. That's not, no, what, saying, no, like, that's not what it was the for. The idea, obviously, no, but I'm saying, like, that's the idea. Like, we're supposed to buy into Roman being the, the, the person to take down Brock, but instead they just built Braun. Like, that's all they did. It, so it was what a, was the yeah, point? Yeah, it was a showcase for Braun Strowman. At, at the end of the match, Roman felt like an afterthought. Yeah. Completely. And Completely. then they let Braun get his heat back immediately, too. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, makes it's like, like, okay, like, cool, so he, Braun gets... Uh, everything but Roman's going the mania. But that's awesome. that's what I'm saying. Like you give Braun so much, he literally ha- he eliminated everyone except for the winner. Yeah, you give him all this. You even have him beat up the winner so that there's some doubt in your mind. Like maybe yeah, Roman. You didn't even have to have Roman it. hit him with like four friggin' Superman punches and two spears, like yeah, all within so the same you span do of time. All this. Only to put him in an intercontinental title match. He ate everyone's finisher earlier in the match too. Yeah, he took everyone's finisher back to back, and that didn't put him out. Before Superman punches and two spears, that's you know that's too much for. Or him. how about he got thrown through a pod and got immediately right back up? Exactly. He's just well, the, the 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 double shield power bomb with five and people covered. <laughs> yeah, he just he kicked out and shot everybody across the ring like they weighed nothing. He kicked out a one. I don't know if it yeah, was one, but he definitely kicked so, out. It was the next near spot. He kicked out of someone's finisher at one. I know that. Uh, I think uh, it, it may have been uh, the AA or something like that. Yeah, he. I know. I know if, uh, when yeah. Cena hit the AA, he he like no sold it. Yeah. Well, uh, here's here's an interesting. Do you do you think that the the seven people worked? The the I idea felt, of having seven. It got clustery a few times. I didn't mind it because. Uh, it to start with the three actually was a nice change of pace because it doesn't have to be as slow. They could yeah they could play off of each other. I mean they still did like the stupid multi person thing where it's like one has to be out of the ring while the other two fight and then you just switch up every so often. Yeah. Um, but I think overall it. I'm just worried that they're gonna be like oh well seven work let's try eight now. Oh boy. Oh god. Oh boy. Four in the ring. Four in pause. Um, Elim- Elimination Chamber in or uh, Royal I mean, Rumble. Y'all know how the thir- was a thirteen man tag team Elimination Chamber. Oh, you can give me a headache. Oh my god. Yeah, and but and also, uh, the fact that they didn't allow Elias to stand in his pod with the guitar was ridiculous. Yeah. In the very beginning, I was like, "What the hell? He, he needs a guitar." Like, could you like, imagine? He gets out of the pod. He he tries to hit Braun with the guitar, and he just no sells it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have, I would have loved that. Just do some old school cane action. That would have been awesome. The two the, the two best visuals from this match were from Braun, and they weren't even during the wrestling. It was when he was just standing in the pod, fogging up the glass, like yeah. just some kind of prehistoric monster. And also when Miz walked up to the the, uh, the pod with Braun in it, and Braun slammed the glass in Miz's 
Or how about when uh, when Miz ran up to the the top of the pod and Braun just met him there immediately? Yeah, yeah he moves so this. he moves so fast. Yeah, me and Sean were talking about that. It's not that he's fast overall; it's that he has these great bursts of speed that he's he can use very well. Because I doubt, like compared to some of the smaller guys, he's obviously not as quick as them. That's but... why you were asking me, like between him and Brock, who's who's quicker, and I yeah. was saying that it's not really a challenge because braun weighs 100 pounds more yeah so it's actually kind of more impressive what braun does uh but technically brock would be faster but he like i said he's a 100 pounds lighter yeah braun is just braun is insane but yeah this this match was a total braun Strowman showcase he eliminated everybody took everybody's finishers and it didn't seem to phase him but then yeah, and one like, power slam took everybody out exactly As but at the but at, yeah, exactly as it should. But at the end, Roman hit four Superman punches, two spears, and eliminated Braun. But as soon as it happened, Braun just went, you know, ape shit and destroyed Roman Reigns. And to me, I didn't even enjoy that because I was like, this is just to make sure that people aren't booing out the end of the show as loud as they would have been, and to put give some of Braun's heat back too. Exactly. Yeah, it was just it felt cheap to me because normally if he did something like that, I would love it. Like not get beaten you know not i'm not talking about getting beat and then you know totally yeah. getting back up but if braun destroyed someone normally i love it but in this case it felt like cheap fan service pretty much um also john cena afterthought in this match yeah oh, completely completely and he had he cut one of the weirdest promos in uh at, like ever at on a uh, raw talk. it was uh, it was it was a good promo uh yeah I just I just was trying to figure out what he out. You're not expecting John Cena to do that. But then the next one really came to... out and it was just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out what he meant. Like, Fuck you guys. Go to SmackDown. Yep. <laughs> but and then he, he, the but ball... then he, he threw Taker's name out there and it's just like he had the balls to mention that like a dick. This this whole program for Cena has been the weirdest thing. Uh, it's been done terribly. It's actually been done backwards. Uh, the way that they've been they've been booking it. For for example, do you think they're still building to Taker? Or... Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. I, I don't see why no any reason why they would. I saw that report about um, Rey Mysterio, which is yeah. the is no. So I, weird. I don't think the Rey Mysterio one would. That would ima- imagine that because he would just that. have to pop up for one match and then be gone for all so many indie dates right now. So I don't I don't get it, man. I mean, Taker's healthy, isn't he? I don't. I mean, I saw videos of him squatting like four hundred pounds. Is Taker ever healthy? Uh, that's true. He's kind of held together with rubber bands. He's going to be getting needles out the yin yang to hobble down to the ring. Oh, my God. I, uh, uh, look, I don't want to see this any more than anyone else. But um, if you're going to do it, build it right. Like yeah. To me, at no point in this entire build has Cena felt like he was in any sort of danger of missing WrestleMania. No. Like he, he beat The Miz, so he didn't even have to start the match. And you know, go if you go back and look at it, wasn't Cena the first one out of the pod? I believe he was. So, what difference did it really make? Why couldn't you have just had Cena go in the match first, as opposed Actually, to putting him in a pod? Cena was eliminated uh, third from the pod from the elimination chamber. I'm just talking about the pod. Was it when he? Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah, so right. he was the first person in after the three were already in. So you right, have, okay, okay. So you have him uh, beat the Miz to get to get into the pod, and he he barely spends any time in it. And then uh, you have him 
go over to SmackDown thinking, oh, I can get. In. First of all, <laughs> just given an opportunity. Uh, yeah. He he's, he hasn't been on the show in, in forever. He joined their SmackDown team in like in, three months. <laughs> do nothing. Uh, he comes back. He goes, hey, Shane, can I get a title shot? He goes, you have to earn it against AJ Styles. And then they bury their own champion by having Cena go over him. Yeah. And then I guarantee, I, I don't know if the match on Sunday or, or whenever it is, is going to be an elimination match, but Cena ain't winning. And it, I just don't understand why you would have to have him put, have other I people I feel put like him at over. this point now, Cena has to eat the pin so AJ can get his eat back. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Because for some reason, they, I, I, I think their thought process is they don't want to be beating Cena to go into such a big match because yeah. that, they think that that's going to hurt him. But one, this is John Cena. I don't think anything like that would hurt him. And two, no. you're supposed to be portraying him as he's like at a low point in his career. He even said it himself, like he doesn't know what he's going to do. Yeah. And he keeps winning. How is he at a low point if he keeps winning? Also, my question is, too, he mentioned something on Raw Talk about going outside the proper etiquette of WWE. When has he done that? Uh, I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> I, I have not noticed anything outside proper I etiquette. Mean, he's a, he's asked for title shots, and he's, like, doing he, what he normally does. He's he's a free agent. He can do whatever he wants. So, yeah, I was so, just worried that instead of him getting inserted in the six-pack channel before I actually watched SmackDown, I was worried that they were going to be like, oh, well, Nakamura doesn't have a match for Fastlane, so they're uh, going to make Nakamura put up his crap against Cena. Like, oh, uh, great. So, God. I mean, as much as I don't like them doing that with anyone, they could have done... I think if they didn't do the Nia Jax thing, that could have been one of the things, whereas like, if you beat Nakamura, it gets a, put into a three-way. Yeah. But, they're, but, they, but they literally just did that. Yeah. Unbelievable. But yeah, that was Elimination Chamber. But let me ask you this. Does Cena being added to that title match make it any better or make it any more exciting? No. Nope. Would you rather just see would you rather him face Nakamura instead? Probably, because they only had seven minutes or something like that in their first match, right? It was a short match. I don't know if it was that short, but it was definitely short. Yeah, it was short. But I, mean, I just they I just could put on a good match, is. but I just don't I, I don't know what their I don't know what their thought process is for Cena right now. This just feels so like it really feels like they're flying by the seat of their pants and they're making it up every episode as they and, go. And by having AJ lose, they're making the Nakamura Styles story like Yeah, weaker. theoretically Nakamura should just kill AJ. Yeah. Hey, look at yeah. How many, look at who everyone who's beaten AJ. Sami Zayn's beaten him. Kevin Owens has beaten them. John Cena's beaten them. James Ellsworth. I, I just oh, mean God. in the last few months. <laughs> um, <laughs> there may have been someone else in there too. I'll, the only people who haven't beaten them are Ziggler and Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> Good so, job, AJ. So he's supposed to be like your top guy, and he's he's going in to this title defense, losing to almost pins. everyone. Yeah. So I didn't watch SmackDown. So now that Cena beat him, he gets a shot at Fastlane or at Mania. At Fastlane, no, he's he's okay. in the six way or it now was a five way. Now it's six, six six pack six. challenge. Oh yay! My favorite kind of challenge. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, that was Elimination Chamber. Letter grade. What do you guys think? Um, C plus. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was going to say C. Yeah, C. Very average. Very super average. Uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's it as far as Elimination Chamber. You guys have any other news from the other well, we can, various we parts can of the wrestling at, uh, world? We can look at Fastlane real quick. We could do that. Up. Let's look at Fastlane. I mean, we then. just talked about the, the six-pack challenge. Um, yeah, might as, might as well look that up, yeah. I, I, I mean... I'm not really all that excited for the show. It's me neither. I, I I'm, I'm curious to see if they do elimination with it because sometimes they do with six pack challenges. And to me, that would be more exciting if they did elimination as opposed to just one fall. But then part of the storyline is, is that Sammy told Kevin, he's like, look, I'll just lay down for you. I'll eat the pin for you. Yeah. yeah. So that leads me to believe it's not. And then we're gonna have another Kevin Owens Sami Zayn rivalry, and you but can then up the counter. It could be one of those situations where on the kickoff show they go, "Oh, it's elimination now." So yeah, yeah, that's true. So there's only four matches announced for Fastlane so far. I don't know if they're gonna add any more. They might. I'm sure, they uh, will. Yeah. So ev- so far, every match is for a title of some sort. Uh, it's, cool. Course, they didn't yeah. add matches to the card for Elimination Chamber until like the day before. I was like, "There's only four matches." And it's the day <laughs> yeah, but they had the two chamber review. matches. Those last yeah. long. Though. Yeah. So, so, so far on the Fastlane card, we have, of course, the six-pack challenge <laughs> with AJ, John Cena, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, and Dolph Ziggler for the WWE Championship. Bobby Roode and Randy Orton for the United States Championship. Usos maybe and- gender will be added. Maybe, yeah, I could see that. And then Usos New Day for a tag team champs- championships yeah. again. And then we have Charlotte Flair and Ruby Riot for the SmackDown Such a Women's placeholder. Wow. <laughs> I- <laughs> like, I mean... I'm sure Usos and New Day will be good because it normally oh, yeah. always. But, but and, they, and they've actually have they have a good storyline going into it because I don't know if yeah, you saw. We were talking about before like the Usos, even though they they didn't acknowledge any uh, the fact that they've been on the pre-show, they just said sidelined because uh well, they, they're because Steve didn't watch it, but basically they caught a promo about how they've never been on WrestleMania and they've been oh, there for nine years. Yeah, and that's, they they were saying how. Uh, this year the New Day is going on the sideline and it, basically the whole match is predicated to get you to cheer for the Usos to win to finally get on the Wrestlemania even okay. though we still don't know if they will be pre-show <laughs> okay. uh, uh, oh, ho- hopefully not if there was going to be uh, I mean they, they said they've been around for nine years and they haven't they've never yeah. been on there yeah. if there was going to be one year it would be this year for, to put them on there but then but then, it kind of feels like this is the match that should be on the Wrestlemania show though mm-hmm well, here, what, I know it would suck, but what if the New Day wins again, so they have another title, oh. and then they just rematch at Mania? And then the Bludgeon Brothers beat them. Yeah, where do they fit in? <laughs> yeah, where do the, blood, yeah. the Bludgeon well, no, Brothers fit they, they, they came out, they keep doing the thing where they come out at the end of a segment, like cutting it off. Which is weird, because they came out, and then they, they, they when they came back from from commercial, they just weren't there. Bold. yeah. <laughs> so what did they come out for? <laughs> They just came out to say, look at our beards, and then they left. And they, sure. they, they took their hammers in the ring this time, though. Oh, man, they're going to hit some. I want one of those things used in a match. <laughs> Someone hit one with the hammer. You've got to be a real bludgeon brother, man. <laughs> um, oh, God. But it'll be a good match. Um, I'm sure it will be, yeah. I'm curious what Nakamura is doing on the show. Uh, the one thing that I could see is they'll have him maybe just do a one-off with Rusev. Yeah. It's they, they had him go against uh, Aiden English on on SmackDown. Poor poor Rusev has to lose again, man. Yeah, uh, uh, and but and then but they're putting Nakamura, or let's say theoretically, they're putting Nakamura up against 
the, one of the hotter guys on SmackDown. Yeah. So yeah. So the, the crowd's going to be so confused. Who do they cheer for? Yeah. Nakamura, Rusev Day. Oh, Rusev's still a heel, guys. I don't know how. That is such a waste. Now, oh, my God. Steve, I know you said that you didn't watch SmackDown, but John Cena's opening promo when Shane was out there about to give John Cena a free ride, uh, the crowd was chanting for Rusev, so... <laughs> oh, that makes me happy. <laughs> he, he did not say duly noted this time. Oh, man. Oh, and Rusev actually acknowledged that he hasn't been on TV for two weeks backstage. <laughs> He's like... Uh, it hasn't been Rusev Day in a while, basically, because like, Aiden and Rusev were talking to Shane. Oh, that's so sad. Considering how hot, considering how hot he was during Royal Rumble, it's like, come on, guys! Like, what are you not getting? Because it's not like he's only hot in a few towns. He's pretty well liked wherever they go. Yeah, well, Rusev I, I, Day is over. But how dare you get yourself over? Yeah, how dare you come up with a gimmick that works? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's all the WWE news I got. Does anybody have anything else they want to talk about? Is Bullet Club fine? Uh, <laughs> doesn't seem that way. No. <laughs> Team Tomatonga, man. Yeah, I, I was telling Sean, like, I'm just worried if Cody is now the leader of the Bullet Club. Like, I don't think that he works. Mm. Well, I was telling you how I think it's dumb that Dolph Ziggler signed that new contract because this would be the perfect time for Ziggler to come into to Japan and be yeah. the leader of the Bullet Club. Oh, man, that would be cool. But he just signed a fat money deal, so obviously he doesn't care about complaining which, for his spot. Which I will say, now that he has signed that deal, I don't want to hear him complain about anything anymore ever again. Yeah, that's right. You shut up. You shut up. You took the money. You could have had a, a, opportunities other other places. You decided to just stay with the money, and that's hey. I, I'm not giving you. I'm not giving any more sympathy. I'm done. No, yeah. I'm done, Ziggler. You're making a ton of money. <laughs> God, but I think that yeah, I think that wraps it up, guys. What do you think? Um, uh, Johnny Gargano is done in NXT. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, goddamn, Champa screwed him again. Yeah, uh, and apparently he had the he actually did did the right storyline thing, and because he was showing up on house shows, still <laughs> they were like, "Oh yeah, you're you have to fill out the rest of your dates, but you're, you're done." See, I haven't I read any of the spoilers, but I'm curious if I, I still don't know if Champa's ready. He looks ready though. I but I don't know. I don't know what the status is of his injury. Yeah, because yeah. they. they like I said, they haven't announced anything. They still, they can't so. do that match on the main roster. They just can't. It wouldn't work. No one now would know get... what it, what's going on. I think um, Regal's just gonna make a, a st- you know an exception. He's like, you know, we'll let this happen. I understand that, if, but if he's ready, but but if, if they, he's not ready, then the the whole program's screwed. But if so. they bring up Gargano before that, yeah, then what's the point? Also, I meant to ask too. How is uh, it seems Buddy Murphy is getting built a lot in two hundred five yeah. live. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're probably because he's he's gonna be married to Alexa soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Braun might step in. <laughs> um. He needs new ring gear. Yeah, it uh, looks like he's wearing old, broken down ring gear. I'm not convinced that he's under two hundred five. 
No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, he's and he still cool has fun. his old theme music, which um, might want to change that too. Uh, but otherwise, he's doing okay. I think okay. he's got a good finisher. It's fine. It's a fine finisher. Um, I don't think... I. It's weird because they're putting uh, a lot of... Uh, they're putting a lot behind him, and I just can't see him winning. Or, I'm sorry, getting to the finals of the, yeah. the title tournament. Because we all... I mean, we all know Roderick's making to the finals, right? We all assume that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could you could say Cedric, I don't think they're gonna get him closer to the NXT title, so I think that I just I just even, don't I just don't think that it, it, it's terrible for Cedric because he's like the <laughs> he's he he's been in 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 such a tough spot since the whole Enzo thing. Yeah, well, he was gonna was... win the title and then got screwed multiple times, basically. <laughs> And he might not even make it to the finals of, of the, the, the tournament. Yeah. But if you look at the other side of the bracket, I don't know who else comes out of this. Because if it was me, I would have put Roderick and uh, Cedric on two opposite sides and then have that yeah, be at so the that finals. Yeah, that would be the, the final. Or, you know, I think even, um, I mean, I know, spoiler, if you did watch 205, uh, TJP got eliminated. But he could have even been in the finals, too, against Roderick. I think that would have been good. Um, yeah. but then the way you got to look at it is which would make the best match because they're going to be on the pre-show. You, you want something good. Uh, so I don't know who that second person would be. Maybe a Mustafa Ali. I can't see yeah, them putting it's... Mark Andrews in there or Gulak. Yeah. I mean, Mark Andrews, I think is just there. Because I think they're, I seriously think that there, there's some serious heat on Tyler Bate because he's lost every single televised match since like May of last year that he's had, other than the tag match against uh, Pete Dunne and Mark Andrews. So I think they needed to have a UK guy in there, and I don't know why. I, I heard that Tyler Bate like chose to work other dates instead of something that WWE wanted him for and ever since then they just not wanted to put him over at all. I don't know if you guys noticed that he, he hasn't won a singles match since last May when he lost to Pete Dunne. That's pretty nuts. I, I can believe it. Man. That's messed up. Well, Spe- oh, speaking of uh, Tyler Bate, uh, the uh, Dusty Classic. Oh yeah, we should talk about that, yeah. They're, they're bringing it back. They said... Now, I don't know this for a fact because I, I only know what Regal uh, said on the, the pre-tape for NXT. But are, did they insinuate that the finals are going to happen before TakeOver and then the winner gets the title shot at TakeOver? Yeah. It seems that that is what they mean because otherwise, what are the tag titles going to be doing at TakeOver? I don't know. Unless you just have the finals and then later that night you do the tag titles, but the show's not long enough for that. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a it's a mess. Well, who who do you who do you think's gonna win? Oh man, uh, I'd have to look at the uh, I'd have to look at the the card I again. I think Dan knows more Street than we do. Street profits, <laughs> yeah. Street profits, yeah. I bring uh, no. <laughs> crime, you mean you mean crime time? Oh my god! I honestly don't know. the 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 field doesn't look very impressive to me this year. No. Yeah. 
Where's War I mean, Machine? I, yeah, where that, is that was, War Machine? That, that seriously, my, I was, my complaint is like, this would have been the perfect time to just put them in, get them over, have them win, and then take out AOP, send AOP to main roster. I think I think TM sixty one is going to go pretty far. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'm, I can't I can't say anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God, I forgot they were a thing for a while. Because they weren't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't I don't know, man. A lot of weird stuff going on in WWE. Right you know, I, I honestly I wouldn't be surprised. I know that they're probably. Not going to, but I would like to see Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch actually do something successful. Like, I think they could make a good tag team, but they kind of just haven't pulled any trigger on them because their styles. I want to see Mustache Mountain in the finals. Oh, yeah, that would be great. They'll give them something to do on it. Well, maybe they might not be on on the takeover, but they'll give them something to do. Well, that, I'm more worried. I was like, what's Pete Dunn doing at WrestleMania? Because they didn't use him in Philly. He should be in, in the Battle Royal. Yeah, I guess. Could you imagine he won the battle? I mean, the battle royal means not, be, doesn't mean anything, but be, but it would mean something if he won it. Like it would be not something. that it would mean in the long run. The but... problem is they probably don't want to have the winner of the battle royal not be on TV every week. Yeah, yeah. as if it matters. But you know, whatever. I think that's part of the reason why we don't get to see him because they don't because he's not exclusive, so they don't want to use him that much. Uh, oh well. Jesus. Jesus. I mean, I'd be I'd be afraid that they just put him on 205 anyway. Even though they are trying to revitalize it, he's not the kind of guy you'd want to put on there. No. That's like saying, no, no. oh, let's put Finn on 205. It's like, no, no, no. That's a bad idea. No, do not do that. <laughs> do not. Oh, man. All right. I think that's it for this show, everybody. Anybody got any social medias they want to put out there? Uh, follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. And you can follow me at F A T A X six six six. You can follow me on Twitter at Son of Kalel six two six with underscores instead of spaces. Next time we'll be with you guys. We'll be for our Fastlane review, obviously the next show. But until then, goodbye, and good night. Bang.